This podcast is proud to be part of the Blueberry Network. That's blueberry with no e's dot com. Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire, and you're listening to Transpersonal Radio with Angela Lynn Gibson. Remember, your thoughts upload your reality. Think wisely and always prepare to ignite. Welcome. Welcome to Transpersonal Radio. Transpersonalradio.com. Real talk for real life. Inspiring podcasts. Exploring personal empowerment. empowerment. And transformation. Through parapsychology, spirituality, and how your thoughts upload your reality. And now your host, Angela. Angela L. Gibson. Hello, Transpersonal Radio listeners. For those of you keeping track, intuitive spiritual healer and author, Dr. Richard Jelisich, was going to be joining us this evening. Unfortunately, Dr. J had to go to the emergency room this morning for health issues, so please send your love, prayers, and healing energy for him to experience a quick recovery. Since Dr. J cannot be with us this evening, I'm going to share a special episode with you, that was pre-recorded in December 2015. I was interviewed by Art Webb and Mark Schwartz on Truthfinders Inception Radio Network. uh, Truthfinders Truthfinders Radio is hosted by Art Webb and Mark Schwartz and was created by true believers and born from the idea to take the exploration of truth to the next level. They exist to give hunters of the unknown, such as ufologists, cryptozoologists, ghost hunters, researchers, conspiracy theorists, psychics, and more, the financial stability to fund the truth. Tune in for live shows of Truth Funders every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific Time. Art Webb dedicated his professional existence toward evolving, creating, and presenting high-quality broadcast audio content. Art maintains a proven track record in the development and execution of Mass Appeal programming in both the terrestrial and digital realms, which he is very proud of. He has previously worked as on-air talent and programming executive at places like Podcast One, The New Normal Network, Tom Lakish Show, New Normal Music, KABC-FM Los Angeles, KLSX-FM Los Angeles, and KUFO-FM Portland, among many others. Three of his most prominent influences are Dr. Seuss, yay, Dr. Seuss, Jim Henson, oh, another good one, and Andy Kaufman. Art lives in the beautiful city of Pasadena, California, with his gorgeous wife, Alicia, and their miniature zoo consisting of six animals. In his spare time, he can be found playing electric piano with his ongoing musical project, Taylor Locke Band, reading conspiracy websites, and making stupid puns. Mark Schwartz is the CEO of TruthFunders.com, a brand new and technically powerful crowdfunding platform specifically designed to fund paranormal projects such as films, books, research, expeditions, and inventions of the unknown. He has been a producer of online content and video production for over 14 years. His background includes producing, directing, writing, editing, as well as developing content marketing strategies across all aspects of the social media spectrum in order to help enhance targeted client visibility. Mark has produced everything from film, television, commercials, and 
created social strategy for cable networks, technologies, automobiles, and authors. The laundry list includes Cisco, Zynga, CBS, Fox, ABC, NBC, MTV, and Audi, to name just a few. He was the senior producer at Rooftop Media, which was recently acquired by Amazon's subsidiary Audible in October, and three weeks ago, his latest social media strategy and content marketing campaign helped land the author on the Wall Street Journal bestseller list where it still presides today. Mark is also the pioneer of the development of ITVML technology, which is interactive television markup language, which is currently being used in the new online interactive video space. In 2010, Mark helped create the Glee Superfan Experience, which featured a band, new integration, a brand new integration of video and social media, was on Fox.com and nominated for the Primetime Interactive Media Emmy Award. In 2011, Mark helped build a social media video campaign for Audi, which was nominated for the 2011 IAB Mix Award. Mark holds a BA in Directing and Creative Writing from the University of Arizona and is a member of the Academy of Television Arts and Sciences. His newest venture, TruthFunders.com, plans to showcase the thousands of French scientists' conspiracy and paranormal projects that get buried by other crowdfunding platforms giving them a voice and the opportunity to be discovered and funded by a much larger audience. TruthFunders will offer some of the most off-the-wall projects and will be offering several features that currently are unavailable on other crowdfunding platforms. Uh, so I will make sure to include a link to Truth Funders uh, radio show on Inception Radio Network. I'll make sure I put that link in the show notes on trans- transpersonalradio.com so you can easily find them. Again, they are live every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific. So make sure to check them out. They've got some good stuff going on over there. Now, one last note, there are some swear words in this episode. So if that offends you, you may not want to listen to this particular episode. Uh, Mark and Art are really fun and uh, they are off the cuff. And so they use a little bit colorful language, which does not offend me. However, it may offend some of of the listeners uh, who listen to Transpersonal Radio. So again, I'm just giving fair warning. There are swear words in this, this episode, so if that offends you, again, you might not, you might want to skip this one. However, with that said, this is a super fun interview, and I do hope you enjoy it. We discuss all different topics of the paranormal, including psychic uh, abilities, mediumship, psychic versus intuitive, uh, all kinds of good stuff. And uh, later on, in at towards uh, uh, some time towards the end of the show, Mark and uh, Mark and Art actually asked me to do sort of a reading on them live. Uh, it was live at the time, and uh, so you might want to stick around for that. It was kind of fun. Anyway, so there are lots of good things coming up, and uh, with that, I hope you enjoy the show. And as always, thank you for listening. You're locked into Inception Radio Network, Superior, Wisconsin. This is Funders Radio on the Inception Radio Network, a weekly audio safari that features the newest in paranormal discoveries while highlighting the latest and not-to-be-missed TruthFunder.com projects.
For truth seekers and true believers, this week's Truth Funders starts now. Greetings, bonjour, hola, welcome, and hello to you. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode of Truth Funders Radio, live here on the Inception Radio Network. My name is Art Webb. I am your host for this uh, weekly look at everything that is universally good. It's about the light. It's about everything that is positive energy and positive vibes. Here on Truth Funders Radio, we are live every Wednesday evening, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, here on Inception Radio Network. As always, I am joined by my uh, co-host. He is the CEO and co-founder of TruthFunders.com. His name is Mark Schwartz. And, and, uh, oh, I and my, my dog to wants to say hello. You uh, struck a chord. sort of mutation <laughs> yourself this week. Um, <laughs> You know, it's uh, it's right now because it's Christmas. All the boxes are coming; they're being delivered. Right, on and the key. Uh, really, he couldn't have fucked that up any worse for us. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. It's like uh, all the boxes are being delivered. So every single, uh, I don't know, maybe forty-five minutes or an hour, the FedEx guy comes. It's not even necessarily my house; it's our neighbors' houses. But but my dog. You know, he's our, our mascot here at Truth Funders because we hear him every week, no matter what, it seems like. Uh, he loves to bark at these people. And, and you know, what, what can I do? <laughs> Nothing, apparently. 888 919 Jeez. I know. 888-919-2355. Truth Funders Radio. If I'm sounding a little weird this week, it's because I'm stuffed up and have the flu. So if I... Uh, have to bounce out of the show for any any reason at any point during the program this week. It's because I'm in the bathroom throwing up. Not to give you too much information, but that's that's what's up with me. What's up with you this week, Mark? Are you excited to see Star Wars in like two days? Oh, man. I am just trying to... <laughs> this is crazy. He's never gone this crazy, I swear to gosh. Um, well, it's been a crazy week, uh, I, no doubt. Like The holidays are always crazy around here. You have people coming out of the houses that usually don't come out of the houses, like uh, little old grannies and um, people from all over. Like They're on the road, and they're never, ever on the road except for the holiday time. So I've been dealing a little bit with that. And also, it's really crazy. Um, I'm sure you've heard the news about Art Bell. Um, and I don't know what we can, what we can't talk about on Inception Radio about that, but it's pretty crazy that he had a stalker kind of come after him. And so, it's... okay, I want to talk about this. This is something that I that has been on my mind. I've been sick for the past few days, so I haven't really had a chance to really get too deeply into this. I know I sent you a text message earlier this week or like last week that said, you know, leave it to Bell, quit on us again because I read that he quit. And I read that he was dealing with some kind of stalker. But beyond that, I'm completely clueless as to what the hell is going on with him again. To me, just from a, a layman's like perspective, from an objective position, it sounds to me like he's just finding another reason to quit another job. Is well, that what's I, going on here? Or is, I, don't, I, I don't know. I, I don't I, think it's necessarily I, that. So, I, so, come on. I mean, come on. I mean, come on. I, I know. I, I know. But, I, but I, here's the thing. So if you listen to the I, show, there's, I mean, there's been <laughs> – there's been a stalker that's been coming to his house and trying to, you know, kind of, yeah. I mean, I mean, come on. Come on. <laughs> All right. Come on. I give what, up. Happened, what happened with Sirius XM? I know. Bailed out. I know. You yep. know? What happened with, uh... <sighs> he bails out of everything he does, dude. After like six weeks, he bails out. It's what happens. And, you know, I, to be completely honest with you, and I don't want to spend too much time on this because we do have a really good guest. But, um, I, I, 
turned on 790 KBC here in Los Angeles recently on the radio while I was driving my car. And guess what I heard? Art Bell's voice live on the air because they picked up his show again. Terrestrial stations were picking up the show. He was gaining momentum. He was doing it again on his own without even having a syndicator of any kind. Yep. And, 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 and he's quitting because somebody is stalking him. Fill me in on the details of this story because it just seems ludicrous to me. All right. So, um, yeah, there's a guy who one night he's inside his studio and he's talking and suddenly there's gunshots that are fired like right across from his studio. And uh, it turns out he lives in in, in the kingdom of Nye in Peru. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I guess the studio is attached to his house. Um, There's gunshots. Neighbors come out. People come out. And then the next night, uh, you know, I don't know all the details, but the next night there was actually somebody waiting for him. And um, he literally almost shot this guy who was waiting for him this because he saw the lights go off, you know, the automatic timing lights go off like right around his studio. So that happened. He called the cops. And then I guess there was a third incident with more shooting and more guns. And for his family's safety, he said he's going to go off the air until, you know, he doesn't know if it's permanent or until this guy's caught or what, but uh, it's pretty crazy. I mean, why if does that, this if, only happen around the same time that he comes back on the air? Why did this happen a year ago? Why didn't this happen two years ago? Why is this only happening when he's live on the air and has a, a weekly maybe because somebody committed to a show that he has to do? <laughs> I, I just something smells wrong here. Is all I'm saying. Something smells. Eerily. Well, I tell you, you're not the only one who thinks who thinks that way. The message boards have been uh, blowing up. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. And I'm a big fan. Don't get me wrong. I'm a huge fan of the guy. It just hurts me. It upsets me and it hurts me when he keeps doing this to his fans because it's not right. It's not cool. And by the way, do you know what he is doing? I'm sorry. Do you know what he's doing when he decides to stop doing the show in order uh, to you know, protect the safety of his family? Do you know what he's doing? He's letting them win. That's yep. what he's doing. He's letting them win. Well, that's a big that's a big thing too that people are saying. You know, like they're this this guy has pushed him around that he is uh, wealthy enough where he should be able to hire some particular guards or somebody to kind of protect his place while he does the show, which is true in some rights. But we all know that, uh, and we're going to talk to Angela about this too tonight, our guest, um, sort of about what it means to actually make money in the paranormal realm. Um, you know. Was he making a lot right now doing this? I don't know, but he started to get. Is he making get a lot syndicated. right now doing this? No, he's not making. Well, a now lot he's right. not making anything no. for sure. Well, did he? Yes, he made a very great deal of money. He made a very, 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 very great deal of money. I don't know how much he made when he sold the name. I don't know. Did he ever actually own the name Coast to Coast? I don't know. Either way, he made enough money to 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 keep his property in Pahrump maintained while he lived in the uh, 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 Philippines and maintain the property over there, which, by the way, he still owns. He's got enough money to make it work. Let's bring our sure. guest on because, you know, <laughs> as, much as, like, as much as this is something we could go on and on and on about, our bell isn't even on the Inception Radio Network, but you know who is? Truth Founders Radio. And you, know yeah, and, and, and you, can, also, you can also always count on um, the shows to be on and all the right times with all the right guests on Inception Radio Network. Sorry, I'm coughing. Who's our guest? Our wonderful guest tonight is Angela Lynn Gibson, and she is – we're going to go ahead and we're going to bring her on right now. Well, I'll tell you sort of how I met Angela as well. 
Um, she's really cool, fantastic personality, and she is the host of her own show. And we'll talk about all that. I'd like to bring her on right now. So, Angela, welcome to our show. Sorry about the crazy tirade we had right before this and the dog going nuts. Okay, <laughs> no problem. I'm really happy to be here. I have to tell you, it's so funny to hear the dog go off in the background because <laughs> I was so adamant today. I'm like, okay, the animals have to be quiet. This is serious. We have to be professional and can't have that happening. And then boom. <laughs> well, especially just because we just got done telling you right before the show started as we were waiting to begin how professional the show this was and how we <laughs> you know, try to keep buttoned up and we have this very professional demeanor and we have this, uh, you know, that's exactly what you showmanship said. and we, oh, absolutely. So we keep things yeah. clean around here. We keep it family <laughs> friendly. We do oh. all the things to ensure that it is widely accessible to our target demographics. Isn't that right? Mark? Yeah. Well, well, you know, and Angela, so, so sort of uh, one of the things that people like about this show is the fact that we, we really have no fourth wall. When things go wrong, we bring it up. Um, we kind of talk a lot of crap to each other. Uh, and and that is people seem to actually uh, enjoy that. So we just kind of let loose, and then that's the way we are here. So by the way, hold on. I'm so- oh, I'm sorry to interrupt you one more time, uh, Angela. I know we need to get to this. I just this is something I need to get to the bottom. Art, of. art. I need to get to the bottom. You're interrupting of this. our guest. I know. I'm sorry. This is something I need to get to the bottom of with you before we continue with our guest yes. because I want to have a lo- very lovely conversation with our guest. But you did tell me the other day that you bumped into somebody somewhere that actually was a listener to the show and didn't even like know that you were on this show until after he had like heard you talking away. What happened? Like, what is the yes. reach of truth funders? What is happening? Okay. Um, well, I'll just give you the brief synopsis. Yeah, it's, it's no big deal. We, I was uh, doing some stand-up comedy, San Francisco, uh, you know, where, where my hood is. And yeah, a guy came up to me after the show and he said, are you the same Mark Schwartz that does Truth Funders? And I said, yes, I am. And I was thrown back because no one's ever come up to me in real life person and said that they listen to the show. <laughs> it's only emails that I get, like people virtually listen. But to actually meet somebody, you know, in the flesh, uh, it was pretty cool. That's wild. That's a wild thing. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty wild. I'm sure you should start getting some of those over where you are. No, I don't ever leave my house. Okay, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Angela. I just wanted to get to the bottom of that. We can well, that's, a, that's something really important we need to get to the bottom of. Yeah, absolutely. That was so deep. That was so deep, Art. I'm sorry, so, hi, I own, Kevin. I now that you up, I'm, I'm saying hello. Hello, Kevin. I'm sure you're listening while you're playing uh, your video games. He likes, to li- he likes to listen while he plays, uh, not Halo, Call of Duty maybe it was. I, I forgot the game. I apologize, Kevin. That's the game where you scream motherfucker over and over oh and over. Oh my gosh. What am I going to do with you, okay, man? So speaking of, speaking of talking crap, I have to tell you guys. <laughs> yes. Please. Mark, Mark, I was listening to one of your previous episodes. No. And this whole discussion came up about gingers and redheads. So Art, was... I understand that you're a redhead and you're left-handed. Yeah, that was last week's episode. I went back yeah. and listened to that episode as well, and the, the quality was horrible. I wanted to apologize to everyone for the quality of that episode. Yeah. So it turns out I am also a left-handed, red-headed. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you guys so, are taking over the world. That's we are. You, Mark Schwartz, that's what you get. This is that's what, what happens get. when you talk shit last week about the, the almighty and powerful. They double up on you. That's, that's what happens. That's right. So I have to ask you, Art. So I'm, I'm a bit older than you guys, but. How do you know that? I'm I'm, I'm going to take a wild guess, but, uh, okay. <laughs> but when I was growing up, 
being born with red hair carries a stereotype of having no soul. So you hear all this crap about you don't have a soul. And so did you did you have to deal with that when you were growing up? No, because I knew I had a soul and anybody who tried to talk to me. <laughs> so and then the other thing with being born, born left handed carries a stereotype of being of the dark side or the left hand path or dark arts or black magic. It's, uh, you know, Sinastria being sinister, being evil. Being left-handed historically has been considered wrong or not accepted. So you can imagine that kind of a, a complex, right? Redhead, uh, left-handed. Again, yeah, no. I didn't really get yeah. uh, down upon for that at all either. I, was, I, didn't catch it. I didn't catch a lot of flack. I owned it, though. I was very proud of my left There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, so I'm, not, like- I'm not an evil person by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, Mark and I wouldn't be friends if that were the case. And... Uh, <laughs> You know, I think people just assumed that I was either not evil or I was covering the evil really well. I mean, I, you know, or they were just afraid because just, yeah, afraid, be very afraid. Yes. Anyway, so let's talk to you about what do you do? What, what does Angela do, Mark? Why is she joining us on the show this week? Well, I think Angela's going to fill us in a little bit about what she does. So uh, I, I will you. say this: that Angela and I met. I went to Lorian Fenton, who has a show right after the show. Um, I went to her. I went to her experiencer uh, convention that she had, and I happened to run into Angela there. Didn't invite me. I I didn't invite you. No, I'd rather not invite you, Art. You kind of embarrass me whenever we go out in public. The uh, so (laughs) not as much as your friend embarrassed me that one time we were in public. Oh man, that was embarrassing, wasn't it? Anyways, so. uh, so yeah, so I met Angela. Angela was um, interviewing different people who had different experiences, and one of the people that she happened to interview was me, and it was for her television show. And so I'll, I'll let Angela kind of talk a little bit about her show and what she does, but then also about what she does as a whole, because it, it was part of a psychic fair too. And so, um, you know, we have people on this show that are into UFOs, aliens, ghosts. We share experiences. We also have psychics on, sensitives, people who are trying to make a difference in the world. And Angela really falls into that category. So, um, Angela, (laughs) tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, I'm an intuitive medium and host of Transpersonal Radio, which is my own radio show. Co-host of the award-winning television show Paranormal Insights with Joseph Ernest Martin. And Mark, that's how we met. I was on site with Joseph. We were doing segments for Paranormal Insights there at the UFO conference in Sacramento. So uh yeah, that was that was a fun interview. I had a really I had a really good time with that. Yeah, that I, was I don't, a blast. It, what have you talked about that on your show previously, all your hauntings and all the things that you experienced? You know, Mark they come... like to open up about a lot of those things. I try to get him to open up about these things, but he really has an issue, like disclosing really <laughs> personal information like that. And I don't know why. I wish he would talk more about that. In other words, I talk about it probably way too much. Um... <laughs> no, actually, no, 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 no. That was a, I, that was a 100% genuinely sincere comment. I don't think you talk enough about that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I definitely share with the audience, um, you know, when it comes up with guests and particular you, guests that we have. Yeah, I'll, yes, I'll, but you don't really share like a lot because you've had a lot of experiences. You don't share the specifics of a lot of them. You don't. You really don't. Well, we'll have to we'll have to change that because he certainly shared a lot with me. Yeah, no, I want to pull it out of him more. He's just always he likes to focus on the guests. He likes to give the guests all the attention. Ah, I see. Oh, okay. Ever about Mark. It's always about the guest. Well, I don't know. what 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 is wrong with that picture? Nothing at all. Not <laughs> thing at all. He's just a good host. He's very gracious and very humble. Yes. yes, yes. I, think, I think we just lost him, too. I think, I think we did, yes. I think he hung up on us. I think he got upset and he completely See? hung up on us. It's like, I'm out. That's it. I'm done. Unbelievable. Okay, so you, <laughs> you guys met at uh, Lorian's convention, he said? We did. We did. 
And so, talk to me a little bit about your radio show. What is your radio show and the television show really about? Absolutely. So fun thing about that, uh, transpersonal radio, I explore parapsychology, spirituality, paranormal, same thing, psychics, mediumship, near-death experiences, science behind magic, and Paranormal Insights television show is an entertainment tonight format that brings you the latest from the metaphysical world. So same thing. We look at anything from astrology to microchipping to past lives to whether we're living in a computer simulation hologram. Paranormal Insights has won four Video Excellence Awards, and we are going to begin filming season five in February of 2016. Wow, so you've you've been doing this for five years already. I have not been doing the television show for five years. I will be starting, I started the second half of season three, and I did all of season four, and I'll be co-hosting season five. I've been doing my radio show since 2010. So and, and previous okay so prior to doing the radio show and doing the television show were you involved in the paranormal community at all I mean what when did you start kind of exercising your um abilities I mean what what did you say you were you were an intuitive medium I'm an intuitive medium so I've been having What does that mean I guess to the layman person like what does an intuitive medium mean Awesome okay great so I can get into all the differences between psychic and intuitive uh and mediums But very briefly, all mediums are psychic, right? Not all psychics are mediums. Mediums are actually channels who are able to communicate with deceased, disembodied, what I call disembodied spirits, or uh, also spirit guides or angels, basically entities not in human form or not in physical form. Psychics are those who use the left hemisphere of the brain, so they're gathering data points in the environment, Oftentimes when you hear something called like a cold reading, this would be something where they're reading cues in the environment, body language, that kind of thing. And that's not necessarily a bad thing per se, but it's a very left brain analytical type situation where that's intuitive- the, uh, that's, that's the masculine side of the brain. So what I, I assume yeah, absolutely. you're going to lead me to saying or leading to saying is that the intuitives, which I am uh, certainly a member of that group as well, uh, use the right side of the brain, which is the female side of things. That's so. exactly right. Now, and here's the little key to that. The Hey, guys. Hi. Oh, look who's back. Welcome. You dropped off just as we're yelling at you. <laughs> oh, and there he goes again. There he goes again. All right. Well, you know what? Here's actually here's what we'll do real quick because he seems to be uh, trying to figure out how to get back on with us. Let's take a quick break. We'll figure this out. We'll get Mark back on with us, and then we will come back and we will talk more about the difference between intuitives and psychics, the right brain versus the left brain, uh, male energy versus female energy, all that fun stuff. You're listening to Truth Funders Radio on the Inception Radio Network. 888-919-2355 is our telephone number. Angela Lynn Gibson is our guest, and we will be back with Mark Schwartz live on the IRN just after this. Truthfunders Radio on the Inception Radio Network. Hi, I'm Art Webb. And I'm Mark Schwartz. We host Truthfunders Radio each Wednesday evening at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, live on the Inception Radio Network. Here at Truthfunders, not only are we a new crowdfunding community for truth seekers by true believers, but also your weekly radio destination for everything that is paranormal, metaphysical, universal, and positively good. From celebrity guests to alternative news, from pop culture to your interactive views, Truthfunders Radio is the only show that truly uncovers it all. Join us live. 
live each Wednesday or download the weekly podcast via the Inception Radio Network. We take exposing truths very seriously, just not necessarily ourselves. Don't have a computer? Is your internet connection down? Don't worry. Use your trusty cell phone or landline and call into our listen line at 401-283-6700 to listen to the Inception Radio Network 24-7. Again, that call-in number is 401-283-6700. For the Inception Radio Network, I am MJ. everyone. Lorian Fenton here, host of the California MUFON radio show, asking if you'd like special access to exclusive and amazing information about UFOs, the paranormal, and all things unexplained. If you're nodding yes, then join IRN's Insider Club. As an Insider Club member, you'll get an all-access pass to premier Inception Radio Network content for only $4.99 a month. This includes live UFO and paranormal conferences, live streaming UFO sky watches, exclusive IRN radio and TV productions, and of course, paying radio with MJ and Ken Storch. So don't wait any longer. Visit InceptionRadioNetwork.com and click on Member Login to join IRN's Insider Club and get your VIP access today. Hello, Inception Radio Network listeners. This is Amanda. Remember, you can take your Inception Radio shows on the go. Just download the Inception Radio Network app for your iPhone, iPad, or Android smartphones and access live shows, past shows, guest lineups, and much more. Just visit the iTunes Store or the Google Play Marketplace and download it today for free. Hello, Inception Radio Network listeners. Did you miss a show? Well, guess what? You can check us out on YouTube. Go to YouTube and search Inception Radio Network to listen to the latest archives of all the shows on IRN. Another way to listen to us anywhere, anytime. For IRN, this is MJ. And, oh yeah, right, right. Remember to subscribe, too. Hit the subscribe button. Hello, IRN listeners. This is MJ saying hello and sharing an awesome secret I discovered. It's called DreamLodge.com. Fresh, raw, organic ingredients are used to create all their products. They are made in very small batches to ensure quality and freshness. Handmade in the USA, each product is created with care and with the finest organic ingredients. There are no preservatives, dyes, or chemicals in any product. Stop by Dream Nuage and relax. That's D-R-E-A-M-N-U-A-G-E dot com. Simple, raw, organic. You're locked into Inception Radio Network, Superior, Wisconsin. Truth Funders Radio on the Inception Radio Network. And we're back. Live here on the Inception Radio Network, True Funders Radio. My name is Art Webb. 888-919-2355. 888-919-BELLS, the telephone number at IRN. Uh, we are joined by Andrew Lynn Gibson. And Mark Schwartz is back on the air with us. Mark, are you here? Please, to the God, be here, please. I, I please to the God, I'm here. <laughs> Thank goodness. The uh, gods are pleased. 
Yes. So now we were just uh, getting into the differences between psychics and intuitives before we went into the break, Mark. And uh, I guess we can just pick up right where we left off, Angela. We'll just pick right up there. So as I was saying, the right side of the brain, the really interesting thing about that is the right side of your brain is the direct connection to your pineal gland, which is that gland that's smack dab in the center of the brain. Did that not come up on last week's show, the pineal gland? Oh, that's fun. I did bring that up last week. I made fun of you for having a big one. Yes, (laughs) Well, it's important to have a big one. I have a massive pineal gland. You have That's... no idea. Anyway. Wear that proudly. <laughs> so the point being, the left side of your brain, the psychic side, the analytical side, the logic side, that's what I call your local hard drive. So that's where you store all your data points that you gather, and that's where you have the information that you can call up quickly. The right side of the brain that connects directly to the pineal gland is what I call your internet connection, and that goes out to what Carl Jung calls the collective unconscious or the higher self or, if you will, spirit guides, downloads from what some people would term a higher power or a creator. So that is where you get all of the downloads of information, and what you want to do is to be able to have your left and your right work in congruence, and you want to be able to have the psychic and intuitive working together. So... The point being, everyone, everyone who has a functioning brain is psychic. Not everyone is going to be the level of Monet or Stephen King or Mozart, but everyone has the ability, if they want to hone their skills and develop their skills, you'd be amazed at what you'd be able to do. I I agree with that. Now, here's a quick question for you. Do you think that the level of in touch an individual level uh, yeah that somebody like maybe in touch with that side of themselves uh is directly concurrent or directly relative to how many times uh they have incarnated on this plane do you absolutely think, do you think you're more psychic the more times you've done this so a couple things there yes absolutely because whether we consciously recall information that data print is in the DNA, that data print is in the subconscious, that data print is in the consciousness, the collective consciousness, right? So, yes. So what, is- so what about, um, kind of brings up a question, and I, I'm trying to think of how to properly word this. There's some people who have the raw talent, like in acting, you're just a great actor, it's mm-hmm. just naturally there. Uh, if you're a psychic, some people are just naturally psychic. Well, yes. other people well, and this, work and Mark, at it. And, Mark, let me, Mark, let me stop you right there because this is, this is information we should feed you because you were off the air at the point that we mentioned this. There, there, there's a difference between being psychic and being intuitive. And yes. I think that maybe this is this, the, the answer you're looking for in the question that you're asking is uh, recap. I guess, Andrew, just recap for Mark really quickly the difference between being psychic and intuitive. Sure. Very quickly. Psychic is a function of the left brain, the masculine brain, analytical, logical brain. Then the uh, feminine or right side of the brain is the intuitive side. So psychic side is something where you're looking at your environment, you're reading uh, cues, you're reading body language, you're getting environmental data. The uh, intuitive side of the brain, the right side of the brain, that's where you're getting downloads of information, as I mentioned earlier. So is that, which one is the emotional response? Like, do you feel that something's happening? That's the intuitive. That's the intuitive side. And then the visual, like being able to see something. Like a well, vision? now, well, that's clairvoyance. So that can fall 
on either one. And I also just want to say I want uh, when when we're talking about feeling as well, the uh, basic, the very basic when someone talks about gut instinct, like I just I had a gut instinct about something. That's the limbic system. So that's that is the lizard brain right there. That's that a word I've never heard before. I've never heard that word before. Limbic, you said? How do you spell Lim- that? That's the limbic system. L-I-M-B-I-C. So have you that, ever heard that word, Mark? I don't think. I mean, I, I've read a lot about all of this stuff in, in the past. What is the limbic system? I've never heard that. So the limbic system is the, the literally the lizard brain. That's the most core part of your uh, your brain that is responsible for the fight or flight when you have that that right. response, right? So and why when is some, it called the lizard part of the brain? Because it's the most prehistoric, the most uh, basic. It's the most yeah. it's, it is it is the it is the seed of all. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Okay. Got it. Okay. Great. So yeah, so 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 my question, I guess, um, based on on what you originally said, if you, I guess, if you come back uh, over time, uh, you know, the the more times you're here on this plane and you are um, coming back into your body and your soul's being sent back, you become more psychic or intuitive over time that's sort of what you said earlier correct correct so um are there are there people that have been back several times but they try to block out the fact that they can they have this ability like are there there are people walking around absolutely without absolutely those are probably the people I know that are still like trying to relearn the same lesson over and over and over again. They're, they're stuck on that particular Correct. part, maybe. Yeah. yeah. And or, uh, it, it, so here I'll share. I'll I'll be real and raw for a minute. That's it what we love. Also, go and raw. That's what we love. Uh, go and raw. So, this is Truth Funders Radio with a real and raw minute. Brought to you by right. Angela Lynn Gibson. Take it away, Angela. So it can also be ego. It can be an ego issue, and that's one of the things that I struggled with. So I've had these abilities all my life. I come from a long line of craft workers, druids, pagans. I grew up in England, and my entire family is from that area. And so I, I spent a lot of time denying this and not wanting. So here's the thing. I didn't want to be psychic. I didn't want to be woo-woo. I didn't want to be talking to dead people. I wanted to be logical and grounded. So... I went into the sciences. I have a bachelor's of science in biology pre-med. I taught anatomy, physiology, and general biology at UC Denver. Got accepted to medical school. Went into the master's of forensic science program at University of California, Davis. Went into the Sacramento County Sheriff's Academy. I was a private investigator for for many, many years because I didn't want to be one of those woo-woo weirdo people. Okay. Woo-woo weirdo. I like that. I'm going to adopt that. I'm one of those woo-woo Here's the funny thing about the way the universe works is I I was continuing to get nudges and continuing to get reminders and continuing this these things would just keep coming up no matter how much I would ignore it'll do that too right how 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 so so I'll tell you the I'll tell you one of the most profound changes that that happened for me so here I am I'm doing all of these very grounded logical analytical masculine if you will type careers and and, left side of the brain working oh boy was it ever so 2011 my sister calls me up and she says if you can get a plane ticket to uh to the dominican republic i'm going to take you on a trip i'll pay for everything you don't have to pay for anything um and i'm like 
Oh my God. Yeah. Like all I have to do is buy a ticket. Everything else is paid, entertainment, food, place to stay. Right. So here we are. I get one day. I get one day. And next thing you know, I find myself in the back of an ambulance being rushed to the hospital. And I knew I was in trouble when the EMT asked me my name and it was completely blank. There was nothing there. And then I was out, was gone. What were you being rushed to the hospital for? So it turns out I have a an autonomic nervous system disorder called dysautonomia. And I won't get too far down the road on that. But basically, everything that your automatic your autonomic nervous system is supposed to handle automatically for you doesn't function properly for me. So my heart rate, uh, respiration, all all that stuff, basically everything that's involuntary essentially. Yeah, exactly. And so basically I went uh, into tachycardia and, and they lost me and that was it. Wow. So did you die? So yeah. So I had a near death experience and We have to hear about that, too. So this is, you know, and this wasn't my first one, but this is the one that was very profound that that really stayed with me. Well, hold on. How many had you had leading up to this particular one? I mean, that's not a thing people experience more than once on a regular basis. Right. So let alone like once for anybody. Right. Well, okay. so let's back up a minute then. Um, again, as a child, I grew up in England and uh, I was raised agnostic, by the way. So there was no talk of God. What what part of England? What I, part of England? I grew up in Beckrow, which is about 30 minutes from Cambridge. It's northeast of London, East Anglia. Sure. So, yeah, I lived in South Kensington for about a year. Nice. nice. So, yeah. wait, wait a minute. How come, you were, <laughs> how come you were raised agnostic if you were uh, raised around pagan traditions and practices? No, no, no. I come from a line of pagans. but in, you come in the from a line? Yeah. Oh, but in your immediate it, family. Okay, got it. Yeah, okay. exactly, exactly. So, so I was raised agnostic. And this is important because I didn't have preconceived notions about this kind of stuff. We came at it from a very pragmatic point of view. Now, when I was two years old, we were on the Autobahn. We were in Germany on the Autobahn going from Germany to Holland. And this was in a late 60s Volkswagen. At the time, there were no such things as seatbelts. But my mother, in her intuition, had tied my car seat into the back with rope. Wow. And anyway, long story short, there was a high-speed accident. Both mother and father went through the windscreen. Mother died at the scene, and father almost didn't make it. I'm still here because my mother did what she did and and was looking out for me. So that was one of my first near-death experiences in the literal sense of the word. Uh, Since then, I've had several. (laughs) And have you come to any conclusion as to why you are riding the edge of life and death so finely in this particular lifetime? Right. Is it, Isn't that that's is that yes. So explored? exactly. So so this has become. And so here I have to share a funny story with you about that. So I'm in college. I'm, I'm at university and this is my first year at university. And I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the Myers-Briggs uh, or the Strongs or the yeah, personality profile. Right, right. So we go, we're sitting in a boardroom and there are probably about 10 of us in the room and they're going to come in and give results and go over it with us and whatnot. And this girl sitting across from me says, oh, mine says that I'd be a great uh, mortu- uh, mortician working as a, a funeral director or mortician. And I have to, I'm not, I'm going to be honest. My first, the first thing that popped into my head was what in the hell did you put on your personality profile that (laughs) 
the mortician? Really? Right. Okay. <laughs> so, so I laugh about it, but at the same time, you're exactly right, Art. My entire life has revolved around life and death. Uh, and, and, and profoundly so I've lost a son to SIDS. Uh, my mother died right in front of me, uh, lost a couple oh. friends to suicide. Uh, my oh, whole, every, everything around, uh, what I do, whether I like it or not comes back to, to this. And so I've made it a lifelong study. Uh, and in fact, writing a book called the grand transition, oh. right? I mean, the universe did not really give you a choice in that at all. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, and no matter how much I try to run from it, it's there. And I think one of the things that I'm called to do, being a medium, I'm able to sit with people who are experiencing these profound losses. And having gone through so many losses of my own and having ex- had near-death experiences of my own, I think I'm in a kind of a unique position to help in this process. Well, let's this. talk about – now, let's talk about this, getting back to this near-death experience in the mm-hmm. ambulance. Absolutely. Can you go go into detail about, I mean, do you remember, uh, do you have vivid memories of that? Absolutely. So uh, in this particular one, now I've had a couple, I've had uh, a few that have been a little bit different, which are interesting. In this this particular one, there was a moment of complete darkness. And that's when I first slipped. And there, there was, it was nothingness. It was absolute peace. And then immediately after that, there was, I could sense beings around me, but I couldn't see them. And then I could just hear. And what I can tell you about that experience, when we are in a physical form, when we're in physical body, and we are looking through our two eyes, we are limited in scope in what we can see. But when you are unencumbered and in, in spirit form, you can literally see 360, 360 degrees. You have a, an absolute knowing and sense of understanding. It's so profound and it's very difficult to have the vernacular in our human vocabulary to be able to convey a lot of this. But it's oh, absolute It's, it's something you've had to experience in order to truly understand pretty much for the most part and the problem too is that no matter no matter what it's anecdotal evidence and so scientists will argue well you know this is just a neurophysiological response to the body shutting down through the dying process right that's what we hear all the time right however interestingly in my studying in in research it turns out that there's actually been uh, a study uh, that, uh, well, first of all, Dr. Bruce Grayson has committed a lot of time and effort to studying near-death experiences and being able to tell the difference between just the neurophysiological response to the physical body dying versus an actual NDE. We could get into that. Anyway, so as I start to understand that these beings are around me and and I'm listening to them then I know that my mother's there I know my grandparents are there and then I hear this this voice now it's not hearing with your ears obviously it's a telepathic conversation that happens and it was basically and and I have to give a little background because whenever I talk to what some people would call God or creator 
I, I pretty much just say, I don't want the BS, okay? I want, just give me the bottom line. I want the straight talk. I don't want any of this nonsense, parables and and, and rhymes and riddles, none of that nonsense. So this is kind Let's of- cut, cut the bullshit universe. Cut it's the just, bullshit, yeah, right. Yeah. So literally, I have this conversation and, and all I hear is, what are you doing? Well, what do you mean? What, what, why are you wasting your time? What is going on here? We have given you all these experiences. We have given you these abilities and you keep running and doing all these things. So you have a choice to make. You're either going to get with it and do what you're supposed to be doing, or you're going to just recycle, basically. Come back and do it all over again. Yeah. So I said, woo, well, um, okay. So I you got with the program, essentially. Right. And so it was it was fascinating because right at that moment, I said, well, I, I choose to stay and I choose to do what I'm supposed to do and pay attention. And at that moment, I started feeling this sharp pain in my chest. They were pushing on my chest and I started coming back and, and I and I realized, oh, wow. OK, boom. Here I am. All right. Let's do this. Now, it was a quite a struggle it wasn't just oh i was spry and whatnot i had to go through a lot of medical treatment and hospitalization and whatnot but that was the change for me point being that i said okay i need to step into this and stop running around doing all these other things having said that everything i did up to that point was instrumental in being able to make me a better intuitive medium today so then what was the um I guess what what do you feel that you it's an incredible story and I feel like there's so many different directions we could take this and talk to you about um because you've had so many experiences but uh where do you like what do you feel that your strengths are or your secret superpowers if if we can put it that way <laughs> My secret superpower is probably surviving this lifetime I would guess uh, yeah, but... no kidding. Oh. <laughs> well, has there been any choice? They keep pushing you back for a reason. Yeah. Well, has there been any revelation? Like, have yes. you been able to look into a past life somehow, or done any regression to kind of figure out why you are in this particular phase? I have a little bit, although I haven't spent a whole lot of time dabbling in past lives, simply because, from my viewpoint, we have so many data points to work in this lifetime. Sure. That, that that's where the focus needs to be. And again, it becomes somewhat anecdotal evidence, right? Uh, I do know that I've had many different witch incarnations in the past. So I have suffered many different uh, types of persecution and execution for for being uh, in that area. And here I am again. <laughs> so. Well, you know, when we were talking, and it was really brief, and it was, you know, in an interview setting, but uh, I can I can read people like I, there's I just sort of pick up on vibes and you know a little bit about somebody I I can tell when I talk to them and mm-hmm. I don't know if I would call that intuition or psychic ability but there was a real familiar presence that I had when I spoke with you and you're very easy to talk to and mm-hmm. there's a lot of knowledge behind you know, your eyes and, and the things that you were saying and talking about, uh, that was just really evident to me. And so you, you stuck with me, like in, in my head, I, it, it, it wasn't the fact that I was being interviewed for a TV show. Like I felt that there was some sort of really cool connection when we talked that Mm -hmm. you just knew a lot more. And I knew that I wanted to get you on the show at some point. 
Um, so I'm really glad that you were able to. Make well, that it sure didn't take long. <laughs> yeah. And and thank you. I really appreciate that. And I I think part of what you're what you're picking up on is, um, you know, my name is Angela, which means messenger of God, literally. And so my superpower, my my calling is that I am meant to be a channel in in this lifetime. I am meant to be a messenger. I am meant to break down the broken paradigms and restructure the myths and the misunderstandings. I'm here to shift human consciousness and get people going in the uh, in in the right direction. Now, what did your family say and people around you when you decided to make this big change in your life and go from, you know, sort of technical jobs and mm-hmm. and jobs that are grounded in quote unquote reality to um you know something more spiritual. By the way, I would say the things that she's doing now are more reality based than <laughs> Well, you you before. and I would definitely say that, yeah. but I'm just saying, you know, the average person out there, you know, might not necessarily mm-hmm. see that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but that's a big change to make. Yeah. So, so what did your family uh, around you say? Were, was there pressure? Did people tell you not to do it? Did they, did people have your full support? I mean, yeah. What, so, what- big news: the new Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT and T, based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 Oh, and one more thing, we'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store at Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line $36 activation fee. Credit valid port in. Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer range 1716 Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by your reward card requires online registration. Interestingly, a uh, few things around that. Most uh, overwhelming support. A lot of people said it's about time. <laughs> uh, and I have to say, I I was doing much more judgment, self-judgment than many of the people I had expected. And I'll explain very briefly about that. I was very adept at being compartmentalized. And so there was this part over here and then there's the part here and I was keeping all the groups separate right so I had people I, I from, feel that way all right? the time I mean I really can relate to that and when I finally said I need to start integrating and I need to start coming out as you you know if you will coming out of the broom closet um <laughs> I, I, I was really amazed at the amount of support I got from the medical community you know from from my days when I was doing the medical stuff uh, to the law enforcement community to people you would never expect people you would never expect to step up and say that's amazing that's awesome that's fantastic well, maybe then, you you subconsciously sort of surrounded yourself with people who got it in the first place well I know? did have I did have a few uh, there were a few people that I expected that would be there for me that were the ones to turn. And and at the time, it hurt me deeply. But now I understand it was their own fear, the, their own stuff that was coming up. And the thing is, is when you can see, and see, here's the thing, we, Mark, uh, Mark, you were talking earlier about you get a feel for people. You can kind of, and for me, I can see you. 
I see your essence. I can see uh, it makes people uncomfortable. And can you do that remotely too? I mean, can you, you can do that with Mark and myself right now. For yes. Example. Yes. Do you, do you say I make people uncomfortable? No, no, no. No, she no, does because she I can do. see your essence. Your yeah. aura is purple, Mark. Your aura is <laughs> Now, interestingly, I don't see, I don't see aura. Interestingly, I don't see aura. Yeah, but, you know, I think that's something all three of us can commonly uh, find ground on. I mean, that's uh, uh, especially like something that Mark and I early on found common ground on was the fact that we have this ability to kind of like within the first five seconds of meeting somebody totally understand their character and who they are right? as a human being without having to know anything further about them other than just what you are reading off of the energy that's being presented. Yeah, and- I met I met Art because I reached out to him. I sent him an email. He was a uh, a sort of a on-air personality on another radio show that's pretty well known, and he was helping to produce that show as well. Um, so I reached out to him because he was running not only that show but another radio station that was full of music. Um, sent him an email. It was kind of a personal email, and he wrote back, and we were just able to sort of sense. There's he got lots of emails, but uh, you know he wrote back to this particular email, and here we are, like. Uh, pen pals and then years later on a show together and we hang out you know when we're in LA and it's crazy sometimes you can just feel the energy from someone something they wrote and you know what that is when you're talking about past lives and and reincarnation coming in uh, multiple uh, uh, incarnations what you're referring to right now Mark is what I refer to as soul pods so there are certain souls that reincarnate together over and over again and you may have different roles in each of those incarnations but you will interact because there are different mirrorings that you need to do for one another i agree with that yeah yeah and i feel like sometimes you know when you meet those people like sometimes you just know it um and other times it's it's revealed to you over time exactly and and the reverse is true oftentimes you will come into contact with someone and immediately say oh no i don't want that person around me (laughs) sure yeah (laughs) so 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 what kind of why um... do you think i live in southern california and mark lives in northern california (laughs) um i I have i have a question for you actually what is your opinion getting back into kind of like the near-death experience that you had and or near-death experiences that you have had what is your opinion on people using uh, psychedelics or, or naturally occurring like peyote or uh, hallucinogenic mushrooms to get in touch with that side of their consciousness uh, in a more kind of like way that is taken upon um, – you know, they want to do it. What is the word I'm looking for? Initiated purposely by themselves. Like they're not right. trying to die but using that to get to that side of the things. I understand. So, so I know uh, – personally I know people who – do that have done that and uh i so here's this is my opinion and also opinion of one of my mentors when you are doing this kind of work it's really important to learn how to reach that state without any type of drug influence because when you are under the influence of ayahuasca or peyote or mushrooms, any hallucinogen, LSD, you, without doubt, you are having an experience. And it's probably a profound experience, but it is difficult to discern if it's a true connection with source versus just 
the your mind misfiring and creating these illusions. But one could argue that what the mind is misfiring, quote-unquote, under those uh, circumstances is the same types of, quote-unquote, misfirings that occur when somebody has a near-death experience, no? You, one could argue that. Again, uh, I would... So, I guess... So, let me put it this way. Uh, again, I've been having these experiences pretty much my entire life. and yeah, you I, uh, Clearly, you don't need the help. You don't need to go well, find, like, you know... Well, so and I'll give you an example. So, and this is the first time I've ever admitted this uh, in public. So here we go. So I actually experimented with mushrooms one time uh, over a weekend. Uh, So, you know, two or three different times over a weekend. And uh, I was sort of disappointed because I thought, well, I have better experiences without this stuff. <laughs> like this is it wasn't it wasn't as strongly concentrated um, as you expected it to be. Well, so one would argue that, except that my friends that I was with, they were doing just fine. Uh, so well, I think <laughs> one could say, uh, Angela, that you had had a lot of experience going onto that side right. of consciousness right. before they did, and you kind of knew what you were getting yourself into in a weird sort of way that you weren't maybe hyper aware of in the moment, but this was something that you had done before and kind of like had experienced, so I, I would probably argue that you just were not all that impressed by it because what you had previously experienced was much more uh, highly concentrated in in what you were going through than what they were ever experiencing just eating some mushrooms. That's you know, exactly I, right. Mm-hmm. So you probably were just like, this is baby shit. This is child's play. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, what are we doing here? What is this? I was like, this is it? What, this, is o- this is the O'Douls of near-death experiences. You know? <laughs> yes. Um, the O'Douls. Exactly- <laughs> I love it. Uh, you know, having said that, there are obviously uh, in South America in particular, ayahuasca and going on ayahuasca journeys is part of the culture. It's something that is has been ingrained for, you know, hundreds I, I of do I do feel that some people are abusing it, and it can cause issues. I actually know someone fairly close to me that um, tried ayahuasca, and like, uh, and I know people who have tried all sorts of things, and some of them are totally fine after like using lots of stuff. Some of them are kind of strange after using stuff once. Um, But this particular person... Everybody's body chemistry is made up completely differently and the way you respond to anything is going to be uniquely individual to the way somebody else responds to anything. Yeah, you know, when when this person tried it, he really got in touch with his his soul, quote-unquote, that's what he said, Um, and he kind of went... He went a little nuts and and started treating people really badly because he started being selfish about things and said that, you know, the world is really about what what I want from it. And I haven't been giving myself enough of, you know, the good stuff. He's he's right in in what he said there. He's just interpreting it the completely wrong way because it's about – yourself so, and what you something give that out. suits him right what you so if there's the inherent risk when you're doing any mind-altering substance no, you're exactly right Angela. that is exactly that is a perfect yeah. example of where like you can go south with this and how if have you have any type of of possibility of having multiple personality disorder schizophrenia any of the the mental disorders doing a hallucinogen can trigger something in your brain that can set you off uh on a on a not so pleasant path Right. And and he did. He did have that. I believe he had bipolar. Uh, He was bipolar. And um, I think it did do a trigger. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy. 
that's a very accurate and uh, on point assess you know assessment of like what these things can do and how you need to be aware of what you're doing when you take them. You definitely need to know that you can handle your shit. Yes. And so and don't so, take four four hits of acid the first time you do it. Take and a half know of where it. it's coming from and it's not cut with anything else. Yeah, exactly. I, I want to steer this conversation away from this just a little bit because there's so much I want to ask you, Angela. Well, um, hold on, Mark. I don't know if you've looked at the clock, but we should probably take a break because it is the top of the hour. So all right. maybe, maybe we'll take a break. We'll reset. We'll get off the drugs topic. I know you don't like talking about it too much. <laughs> we, we I don't mind. Off. It's cool. Uh, every time we bring it up, you want to get off of it as soon as we can. 888-919-2355 is the telephone number. 888-919-2355 is the phone number here at Inception Radio Network. You're listening to Truth Funders Radio. Our guest is Angela Lynn Gibson. We're having a very wonderful conversation with her about mediums uh, and intuitives, psychics, near-death experiences. And, yeah, uh, there's so many more things that we want to get into with you, Angela. And if uh, you would like to get on the phone and ask her a question, again, 888-919-2355. We've got about 30 minutes left of the program, so we will take a quick commercial break. And we'll, we will, uh, you know, we'll come right back with a lot more here on the Inception Radio Network and Truth Funders Radio. Talk to you right after this. Truth Funders Radio on the Inception Radio Network. Hi, I'm Art Webb. And I'm Mark Schwartz. We host Truth Funders Radio each Wednesday evening at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, live on the Inception Radio Network. Here at Truth Funders, not only are we a new crowdfunding community for truth seekers by true believers, but also your weekly radio destination for everything that is paranormal, metaphysical, universal, and positively good. From celebrity guests to alternative news, from pop culture to your interactive views, Truth Funders Radio is the only show that truly uncovers it all. Join us live each Wednesday or download the weekly podcast via the Inception Radio Network. We take exposing truths very seriously, just not necessarily ourselves. Don't have a computer? Is your internet connection down? Don't worry. Use your trusty cell phone or landline and call into our listen line at 401-283-6700 to listen to the Inception Radio Network 24-7. Again, that call-in number is... 401-283-6700. For the Inception Radio Network, I am MJ. Hello, everyone. Lorian Fenton here, host of the California MUFON radio show, asking if you'd like special access to exclusive and amazing information about UFOs, the paranormal, and all things unexplained. If you're nodding yes, then join IRN's Insider Club. As an Insider Club member, you'll get an all-access pass to premier Inception Radio Network content for only $4.99 a month. This includes live UFO and paranormal conferences, live streaming UFO sky watches, exclusive IRN radio and TV productions, and of course, paying radio with MJ and Ken Storch. So don't wait any longer. Visit InceptionRadioNetwork.com and click on Member Login to join IRN's Insider Club and get your VIP access today. Hello, Inception Radio Network listeners. This is Amanda. Remember, you can take your Inception Radio shows on the go. Just download the Inception Radio Network app for your iPhone, iPad, or Android smartphones and access live shows, past shows, guest lineups, and much more. Just visit the iTunes Store or the Google Play Marketplace and download it today for free.
Hello, Inception Radio Network listeners. Did you miss a show? Well, guess what? You can check us out on YouTube. Go to YouTube and search Inception Radio Network to listen to the latest archives of all the shows on IRN. Another way to listen to us anywhere, anytime. For IRN, this is MJ. And, oh yeah, right, right. Remember to subscribe, too. Hit the subscribe button. Hello, IRN listeners. This is MJ saying hello and sharing an awesome secret I discovered. It's called DreamNuage.com. Fresh, raw, organic ingredients are used to create all their products. They are made in very small batches to ensure quality and freshness. Handmade in the USA, each product is created with care and with the finest organic ingredients. There are no preservatives, dyes, or chemicals in any product. Stop by Dream Nuage and relax. That's D-R-E-A-M-N-U-A-G-E dot com. Simple, raw, organic. into Inception Radio Network, Superior, Wisconsin. Truth Funders Radio on the Inception Radio Network. And we're back here live on the Inception Radio Network. You're listening to Truth Funders Radio. My name is Art Webb. I'm with Mark Schwartz, and our guest is Angela Lynn Gibson. Angela, where can people go if they want to find you? Like, what do you have a website, or do you have a social media, or do you have uh, the, the the TV show or the podcast? Where can people go? Where should they be going? They should be going to find me. Absolutely, AngelaLynnGibson.com. That's Lynn with an E. TranspersonalRadio.com, and you can also find me on Facebook by searching Angela Lynn Gibson or Transpersonal Radio. Are you you can Twitter? find. Say that again. Are you on Twitter? I am on Twitter as well. Are you on Instagram? Uh, you know, I have an Instagram account and I rarely use it. Just curious. I always like to see what people are using <laughs> for social media. Um, yeah, I've, I'm on all of them, but they, I get, it's just overwhelming. It's too many. It is too it's many. You're right. It's hard to keep. My wife has her own business. This is a completely off-topic note. But she has her own business and she's consumed by updating Facebook yeah. and Twitter and Instagram. Oh, and, yeah. uh, what's the other fucking thing? Uh, Pinterest. Pinterest, and, Pinterest. Yeah, no, yeah. all of it. It's too many. Yeah. She's yeah. buried. Can't even be like she's an artist. She can't do any artwork. She's too busy on social media. It's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it takes over your life. Uh, and then you know you can Google Paranormal Insights. You can find Paranormal Insights all the ba- uh, past episodes on YouTube and Vimeo. You can find Paranormal Insights on ATTUverse Channel ninety nine throughout the state of California and various Comcast channels depending on your area. Yeah, so let's talk about the show just for uh, yeah. like two or three minutes. I'm really curious. Yeah. Um, so how did you get involved in the show? And uh, can you tell our audience a little bit about what the show is about? Yeah, absolutely. So a uh, funny story there. I had gone to the Nevada City Psychic Fair for the first time and as a as a customer, a client. Is there a and city in Nevada called Nevada City? There is a city in California called Nevada City. Can you believe that? a city that? in California? Where is this? I've never, never heard of this city. Right? Do you know where Grass Valley is? No. <laughs> okay. So, do you, do you know where Auburn is? It, is it near like ta- is it like Northern Cal? It's got to be like Northern yeah. Cal. Yeah, yeah, it's in the Sierra Foothills. So it's basically, okay. yeah, it's in, it's in between uh, Truckee or Tahoe area and okay. uh, Auburn. Wow, Nevada yeah. City in the state of California. What do they come up with next? That's crazy. Right. I mean- so, 
Anyway, I went there to have a reading, and the person I had a reading with, Israel Hurtado, amazing. He said, uh, so you better get ready. Things are about to take off. Are, how, about, how do you feel about being on television? And I said, well, I'm fine. I mean, I, I have my own radio show. I'm open to it. If it happens, that's great, whatever. He said, well, get ready. It's about to happen. This was in April, and in May, I went to go do a psychic fair as – you know, do it, working it, working the psychic fair. And I look across and I see this big banner for the quest tarot. And I said, Oh my gosh, that's one of the tarot decks that I talk about when I'm teaching tarot classes. And so I'm gonna have to go talk to this guy. Why do so, you pronounce it tarot and not tarot? What's the difference? Is well, that, is, is that an old British, school pronunciation? British pronunciation. I still have little. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I've but, ne- I just have never heard tarot before. That's as funny. long as no one calls it tarot, we're good. <laughs> oh, I would, so, I would, I would would hang up on whoever if we had ever had a guest mark, mark note this if anybody we ever have on the show says tarot we're immediately dropping <laughs> you're out of here so anyway i went tear over to i'm i'm a tear out reader <laughs> hey y'all got any of them carrot cards sorry you got you got any of those ta- those tarot cards with the uh those kings and sitting in them what? cups and stuff that's from the devil you got the tater tot cards? I heard the tater cards. You got any tater tot cards for sale? Yeah, I want you to read me in my fortunes and such. But don't so. tell the church because I got to go on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You're actually right. I'm just joking. I, you know, I've weirdly, I've had, I've actually had uh, Christians come sit and have a reading from me. It's, it's fascinating. Anyway, so I go over to introduce myself and we kind of start talking. Uh, Joseph, who uh, is the author of The Quest to Row. And he says, would you want to be on television? Well, just two two months ago, I had a reading that said I was going to be on television. I said, uh, well, sure. What's it about? So he started telling me about it. Basically, he likes he says it's, it's entertainment tonight with fast moving topics, anything in the metaphysical world. We're going to give a lot of information. It's exciting. It's fast paced. Do you want to do it? And I said, why not? So. The funny thing about that is when I moved to California, you have to remember, I was still very much in my left brain doing all the medical stuff, the forensic stuff, the law enforcement stuff. And I said, far away from entertainment, as far as you uh, right. And I said, I was the I was the person who made fun of people who came to California to be well, in entertainment, right? That's what you get. That's, that's what, you get, what I get. That's See what, what happens. Get. See what happens. Well, well I'm going to start making fun of millionaires money. next because you should. I, those millionaires, <laughs> what do they got going on? God. All that money. It's yeah, ridiculous. Stupid, right? <laughs> what do you need all that money for? Hey, so um, I was going to ask you, how are you, so you're able to produce the show from wherever you are because you just moved to Southern California. Is that something that you can kind of do like from home or how does no, that work? No, I'll have to travel. So, oh, okay. Yeah, so I used to travel to do it. It's in the Bay Area. We do all the filming at Chabot College in Hayward, California. Hayward. And they have, a, they have a beautiful, they just have a, a completely upgraded studio. It's just absolutely stunning. And so I will have to travel now from Southern California to the Bay Area. It's like, uh, it's pretty. It's, it's like forty nine bucks though. Take Southwest. It's like forty nine yeah, bucks each totally. way. Find Oakland, get on that Bart, you're fine. Right. Perfect. 
So, so, uh, and some, some other stuff you're doing, um, is kind of helping people out with your superpowers. And I know that we're kind of laughed at that word earlier (laughs) when we were talking about it, but But you've been on um, a real superpower, like triplet. Well, no, because I mean, it's like, it's it's a a special, call them these talents that people have. You call them superpowers. Well, I, I personally, so I'm into science fiction. I would love it if I had a superpower and, and I tell people they have superpowers for everything. Like if they're, if their talent is uh, coding computer, I'm like, oh, that's your superpower. <laughs> so I don't, I don't look at it like a like a superhero is, kind of thing. It's just their super, their ability. What is your superpower? You ask everyone else what their superpower. Yeah, what is your superpower? You asked me last week. We want to know what yours is. Uh, I don't know. You know, I think people have to to. Gosh, I don't know what my superpower is, guys. It's hosting this show here on Truth Funders Radio on the yeah, Inception see, Radio uh, Network every no night. No problem asking everybody else. No problem asking everyone else what theirs okay. is. No, no, next but, episode, but, Mark, next episode, you're going to yeah, have to tell Angela, Art what your superpower is. Angela's going right, to come back figure on it out. getting next week's episode so we can get yep. to the bottom of this. Absolutely. Cliffhanger. <laughs> she is not letting you off the hook. No. But, but for real, um, I mean, you. so do you consider yourself – you consider yourself more of an intuitive than a psychic, correct? Uh, yes, I would say more intuitive than psychic, yes. And um, do you, so you sort of feel things more and you, like, how do you describe that? I know we, we already well, I, described yeah, I, wanted, I did kind of want to get back to that. So you, you, earlier you stated, and Mark, this is exactly what you're saying. Earlier you stated when you see somebody, you can see their essence. Can you go mm-hmm. into more detail about like what that, what is it exactly? When you see Mark or you see myself or you see uh, anybody that you're working with, what, what is it exactly that you're seeing in the essence? You're not seeing colors. You're not seeing shapes. What is it you're seeing? who that person really is. If you strip away the meat suit and, and that's gone, who are you? That's what and I can see. How fast can you see that? Immediately. It's immediate, right. Yeah, immediate. it's an immediate thing. Mm-hmm. And does the person have to physically be there or can you be talking with them on the telephone? Okay, so that's a great question. Now, for me, I like being face-to-face it's a personal choice. I prefer being face to face because you get the body language, you get well, you their get the eyes, right? You get off. the energy. Having said that, it is possible to do any of this remotely because we are energy. It's all energy, photons. It, it it's so that's why remote viewing works. That's why remote energy healing works because we are manipulating energy. We are energy. We are electromagnetic beings. That's right. There's a great song by the Apples in Stereo called Energy. It's, exact, it's about exactly what you just said. It's a great song. Well, fantastic. That can be your theme song. We should play that <laughs> So, So what I'll sort of reading do you get from art? Can I ask that or is that, is that like I shouldn't even bother asking that? Is it weird for me to ask that question? I don't sort know, Art. From... Is it weird for him to ask that question? No, not at all. I don't care. So what I get from art is – he has had quite a few bumps in the road. He has, he can go into the dark cynical side very fast, very easily because of what he's been around and what he's seen and some of the people he's been around. And yet, at his very core, he has the biggest heart of a person you could ever meet, someone who would go out of his way in a minute, someone who would do for others without expecting anything in return. Wearing heart on the sleeve, though, can cause a little bit of a betrayal complex. So careful with that. But overall, just, uh, you know, I really love your energy. You are, you're real. And I love that. 
There's no pretense. You, you get what you get. And if people don't like it, too freaking bad. Move on. So I love that. <laughs> that is so accurate. That is yeah, like that how is... I view you, Art. No, you're sure. dead on. I, you know, I've had people tell me like over and over throughout my life that like one of the most endearing qualities about me is that I just don't give a fuck what anyone thinks. You know, and that's, like, you know, and I don't. How freeing is that? How liberating is that? Yeah, it is. I, look, I, I can tell you that like I have done this, uh, this whole like being on this planet thing many times, mm-hmm. many, 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 absolutely, many mm-hmm. times. So yeah. I'm, I'm not really concerned about. Uh, <laughs> I've never, I mean, and this is going as far back as like five, four, three years old. I've just never been concerned about anything superficial in any way, shape, or form. I, stuff like has no meaning to me. I've just, I've always had that sort of like, um, just as you said, like, I, I, it is what it is. And you're yeah. going to be real and I'm going to be upfront. And you're right. I do have uh, a very big heart and I do have an ability to kind of put that out there on my sleeve a little too often. Um, yeah. You're right. No, you're dead on, dead on, absolutely dead on. Uh, are you able to kind of, I, I mean, like, if I were to tell you I'm a Gemini, that probably would not surprise you. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, you know, and that's interesting because the Gemini, the Gemini can sometimes exhibit the bipolar behavior, not that the person is bipolar, but being that on again, off again, on again, off again. And that is uh, because you have such a big heart and because so it's, it's, so let me put it this way, people are drawn to you like a moth to a flame that they see your light and sometimes people want to take advantage of that oftentimes at this point in your path you have learned you've raised your vibration your frequency to a point where you're drawing higher vibrational people to you so that's less of a factor but you have had in the past experiences where people see that light and they want to suck the life out of you so yeah i don't let them though i mean i that's really I, you know, I, and, and, uh, you know, that's something like my wife. I mean, if we're going to be real honest about this, like that's something my wife has had a very great deal of uh, part in like making me better about in my life. And like, Fantastic. Being, being aware of shielding and being aware of grounding and mm-hmm. you know, centering myself and, and, and not letting people suck energy because I am. So, I mean, I went to a Kirtan over the weekend uh, with my wife for her, she's a yoga teacher and they had a kirtan for their holiday party. And I, it was, I had to leave the room at one point because the energy was just, I mean, it was making me nauseous. I can't, mm-hmm. I, I have such a sensitivity issues that like yeah. Yeah, any little, when well, you're uh, an empath. Bits, yeah, no, absolutely. And any little bit can just like throw me off my rocker. So yes, there are. Oh, totally. Uh, I, I witnessed that, that firsthand that mm-hmm. with, with art. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and and that's why I can't do big crowds. I mean, I just can't. I can't do big crowds, and I can't yeah. do. Um, it's a miracle, so, and I like, go to music festivals and be okay. Right. So you're someone who, when you're around that, then you need a few days recovery, just in your little sanctuary, your cocoon. Yes, I am a I am a nine. I am a uh, numerology wise. I'm what is it? The hermit. I'm a hermit. Uh, I'm okay. curious. I'm curious now. Um, what do you What do you read from me? Is that Is that okay to ask? <laughs> well, yeah, sure, of course. With you, so here's here's what's fun about you is Uh-oh. you just you have this boyish energy about you. You have this innate curiosity about everything, and everything to like the world to you is your playground. You, it, what's next? What's next? What's next? And you're a why person. Why? 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 You probably drive <laughs> people crazy sometimes because <laughs> it's like. Why this? Why that? Well, what? How does this work? Well, why this? Why that? And sometimes people are like, just tinkering, right? 
but that's beautiful about you. So, 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 so you have been able to get through life thus far relatively unscathed and uh, you don't, there's no bitterness or darkness. It's, it's just a curiosity. There's just this, it, there's, and there's a younger soul quality about you. This is not your first lifetime by any means, but you're still, you have that neophyte thing about you. That's just this, again, like a kid on a playground, a kid in a candy store, everything is shiny and awesome and amazing. And I love that about you. Uh, a kid in an office full of Star Wars and Mad Magazines when I'm 35 <laughs> years old. Yes. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's that's well, really interesting. Yeah, yeah thank no, you. And by the way, uh, completely dead on as well. Yes, Mark can be very irritating with his wise. <laughs> uh, but at the same time, you're right. He, it is his his curiosity is infectious, and it is uh, something that like rubs off on anybody that is around him. And I think that that's something that Mark and I both have uh, seen in one another that it's a common interest that we share is just like this passion and enthusiasm for the world around us and life and right. living and doing things and, and putting it out there and, you know, all that. And that's, and that's really what the essence of this show is about at the end of the day. Is it not Mark? Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, trying to explore what else is out there, kind of, and not only that, but spread some of these ideas and thoughts. So even people who are out there who might not be into the paranormal, if they heard the show, they would be like, oh, that's interesting. It's, mm-hmm. it's you know, just to kind of spread that idea. I really love that. Um, and I think one of the, the things about me is every once in a while, I'm reminded, oh, wait, I'm an adult. I have to pay <laughs> bills. I have to do these adult things, uh, look at the health insurance, you know, blah, blah, blah. Adult things, those are just BS, like being a human being things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, uh, Yeah, but, but that's you know, part of when, what, that's part of what things... we signed up for, though, when we decided to go into right, the meat right. suit. You're right. We did. We all chose to be here. We're all yep. here because we want to be. You're absolutely yep. right. We're all going to be here for much longer. <laughs> yeah, I had I had an ex-girlfriend who got a reading and she came back and she said, wow, the uh, the psychic that I saw had a lot to see about say about you. And I said, me? And <laughs> what, she, that happened she said, once. that totally happened to me once with an ex-girlfriend as well. I had that exact same experience. <laughs> she said that the psychic said, oh, there's someone who is really close to you that has just tons of energy. I just see you like bouncing up and down all around you. And, uh, yeah, apparently that was me. I said, that's not me. She said, that's you. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's what bouncing is for, the tiggers. That's what tiggers do best. Um, I want to ask you, uh, Angela, because – and I, I – come on. I know the answer to this question. I don't even know why I'm asking it. It could just be a statement. I know the answer, but I want you to answer it anyway. Uh, are you afraid of death? Well, that is an excellent question. So – but yeah, yes, so 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 that's that's one of the struggles, believe it or not, that I go through, and and there, and it's been an interesting journey for me. So in my younger years, and and I know a lot of young people go through this because what young person doesn't have the immortality complex? Uh, this was a little different, though, because I had been around death again. <laughs> From infancy forward, I've been around death. So that was nothing new. And in fact, I, as growing up, I thought that's what everyone went through. When I was younger, even up through into my mid-20s, I was not afraid of death. And in fact, figured I was probably going to die young. I didn't really believe I'd be around that long. 
because of my experiences, I always lived my life, pretty much still do, doing whatever the hell I want and living the, the days the way I want to live them because, cliche or not, each day could be your last. And that is very, very true. When I got older and I had a couple of my near-death experiences, I was afraid. I wasn't afraid of death per se. The best way I can describe it is I'm being selfish because there, there's still so much I want to do and see. And I know, I know that, so the three of us here talking tonight, we believe in the premise of reincarnation. So I believe that the soul can reincarnate. But at the same time, I know that this Angela, this being, this, the way the DNA came together, the way everything came together right now in this moment for me to be who I am in this lifetime, I'm not ready to give that up yet. There are still so many things I want to experience and see. And when I reincarnate, I may reincarnate on uh, another planet in another universe. I may come back to this earth plane again, but it will be different. It will be a different experience, and I'm not quite ready for that yet. I want to hold on to this one still. There are things I want to do. And so I guess the fear part is that that would be taken away before I'm ready. Gotcha. I mean, that makes total perfect sense. I think we all sort of feel that way. Mm-hmm. Um and and also you said something that really struck me was going to another planet or being reincarnated on another planet. Have you ever met somebody who who felt that way or Absolutely. Or? I have done readings for people where I knew they were not uh earth energy so to speak. That How do you tell them that? Oh, they they often know it. Okay. So so usually when I'm doing a reading for someone, I will i'm very uh you probably didn't know this about me but i'm pretty also direct <laughs> so um, just the way we like it at truth Finders. right <laughs> so when i read for people and people know people know uh that when they sit with me for a reading they're going to hear what they need to hear not necessarily what they want to hear and so people who sit with me are people who are ready for that kind of a conversation and i've never had a problem with it there has been a lot of uh, fascination and, and oftentimes I've had people who say to me, I know that I've been a different, you know, from a different planet or from a different species or from a different universe. Now, I have to tell you that initially uh, that was a little weird for me in the aspect that I'm not big into the UFOs, believe it or not. That's not really one of my things. Uh, and okay. you guys are probably talking and, uh, if memory serves me correctly, there's I'm talking over you right now, and there's no way I can hear you. I'm on, back on here, but I'm not on because I can't hear you. So sorry to just interrupt you like that. Whatever you were saying, I apologize. I'm not hearing anything you're saying right now, but I'm probably just going to have to drop the call or the show here and say thank you, Angela. And Mark, you'll have to wrap up the program. So uh, sorry about that, technical difficulties, and uh, thank you so much, Angela. Great conversation, and Mark, I'll let you close out the show. Sorry about that, guys. And I didn't even realize Art was gone, but that's uh, good to know. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but sorry. So you you said that you have never um, you have you ever had a UFO experience, or now that you're a little bit more connected, or are you still no you you haven't seen anything or felt anything or right? 
So here's the thing for me. This this is this is where I am with this. What we are trying to do in our human incarnation is come up with a vocabulary to describe our experiences. And what I believe, again, going back to the concept that we are all energy, what I believe is that entities or beings manifest themselves in a way that you can relate to and understand in your paradigm, in your construct, in your set of experiences and filters. In other words, when when a being presents itself to someone, it could be in the form of an angel, it could be in the form of an ET, it could be in the form of a darker entity. It's going to show up in a, in that person's paradigm, but I think it's all the same energy. It's That's just a different label. So, so, um, so you know, I had a really interesting experience when I witnessed a UFO middle of the day. Do you do you think that it still has to do with the mechanics of like a flying object? That that's mm. the energy. So, or is okay, it more so if we're of the talking about itself? yeah, so so yeah, so talking about the beings and talking about UFOs per se, those are two different things. So so I know we're running out of time. I'll try to be very brief. Uh, when we're talking about UFOs in particular, I think one of the, the the mistakes that people make is UFO is simply an unidentified flying object. It does not necessarily mean that it is an extraterrestrial craft. And when it comes to UFOs, I happen to fall more in the camp of, you know, the government conspiracy cover-up that the government is building uh, crafts that they don't want the public to know about. They're doing experiments. Uh, They're, you know, these are, you know, so we had the stealth bomber. We had the SR-71 Blackbird. We've had all these different crafts that later come out uh, that were initially mistaken as UFOs. Does that mean that that there are no such things as extraterrestrials flying, unidentified flying objects, flying spacecraft? No, that's not necessarily what that means. I'm not convinced at the moment that that's what's happening regularly here, but that's just my own paradigm. And that's because my uh, experience in this lifetime has been much more around the paranormal proper as opposed to the ufo side of it and and i think that's totally fair and i think it, it makes perfect sense um you know i and and i think a lot of people out there would agree with you we're actually coming up right now to the end of the show angela um i want to thank you so much for being on the show like you are an incredible guest we'd love to have you on um you know again please if, if you oh, feel be, free to come back oh, that would be, be wonderful. fun absolutely i had a blast tonight thank you for having me and once again, if people want to reach out to you or contact you, what's the best way to do that? Uh, easiest way is to go to my website, AngelaLynnGibson.com. That's Lynn with an E, L-Y-N-N-E, AngelaLynnGibson.com, or TranspersonalRadio.com, or they can call me at 619-800-3201. Excellent. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. And I know Art's not here, but he would be thanking you profusely right now as well. <laughs> well, you and Art are absolutely the most fun. You guys are great hosts. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, well, you know, we try to stay as professional as possible, as, as oh, you obviously saw. completely. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. Everybody, Angela Lynn Gibson, definitely visit her website. Um, she is just fantastic and wonderful. Thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, thank you, Inception Radio Network. We love you very much. I think this might be our last show for the next week or two because it's holiday season and things are coming up. So, 
Uh, keep staying tuned to IRN. There will be all sorts of wonderful shows playing throughout the holidays. And I guess for Art and myself and for Angela, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you very soon. Happy holidays. Big news. The new Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, $30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, $50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for $40. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store at Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line $36 activation fee. Credit valid port in. Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer ends 1716-721818. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by the reward card requires online registration. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Trans Transpersonal Radio. If you'd like to suggest a future future topic or be a guest, visit transpersonalradio.com. Call the hotline at 619-800-6057 or like our page, facebook.com slash transpersonalradio.